Hi church, um, I'm Hannah and uh, today, hi, <laughs> today um, I'd like to talk to, um, to you about something that I've been thinking a lot about recently uh, and pondering and um, that is perseverance, the word perseverance um, and how do we persevere in this journey with God and in our life. So I'm going to be speaking from Hebrews 12 verse 1 which, say, which says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So I don't know about you, but sometimes I go through moments in life when I get a bit tired. Uh, and when you read this verse, it talks about running a race and that makes my legs feel sore already and makes me feel tired. But I'm more talking about um, spiritually and emotionally. Sometimes we just have these seasons in life where we're tired uh, we might not be seeing um, things that we want to happen. We might be struggling and tripping over the same things over and over again, and we get tired. So when I read this scripture, it's a mixed feeling. It's uh, encouraging, running the race with perseverance, but it's also intimidating. Uh, and that word is quite scary, perseverance. How do I do that? How do I run? It's a race. Like, this is, this is full on. Um, and it can sound a wee bit unachievable sometimes. So I've just done some thinking, um, and it really has helped me grasp this scripture um, in a deeper way, and I hope that um, it'll help you as well. Uh, Dre, uh, my husband Dre, just going to get you to hold this for a minute. That's while I talk. Hold that out. Yeah, nice and nice and tight there. Just go stand over there for a wee bit, and I'll I'll call you in a minute. All right. So Hebrews twelve verse one. It starts with the word therefore. So we ask ourselves with that word, what was before that? So what was there before? Uh, and before chapter 12 was chapter 11. Uh, and it talks about the champions of faith. So in scripture, it, it tells us and lists all of these people, all of these champions of faith as we remember them now, um, who have done amazing things in God, taken huge steps and leaps um, in their faith and seen amazing signs and wonders in God uh, and they've been listed in chapter 11 it's Elijah it's Moses it is um, Rahab the prostitute it is Noah it is all these people who now are remembered for their faith and their perseverance and so Hebrews 12 back to verse 1 it starts with therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses that they've just talked about in chapter 13 it's kind of intimidating. You kind of think, okay, I'm running this race. Um, and there's all these people who have done these amazing things. So my first thought in this verse is, uh, actually, everyone goes through these things. Everyone has to persevere uh, and has to step out in faith um, in their life. It is normal. These uh, champions of the faith were normal people. They were normal dudes, normal dudettes, and they went through stuff. They actually stepped out. They trusted God, and then we saw that they became champions of the faith. So it's normal. Sometimes we can feel like we're the only ones struggling uh, while everyone else is running and they're not even breaking a sweat. Uh, but, but, but it's important to just see what goes before this verse, that, hey, we're actually encouraged in this to persevere. We can all do this. It's not just for the best of the best. So my second thought in this, that's all great, but how do we do it? How do we run this race? What does that even look like? What does perseverance really truly mean? Is it just uh, trying our best not to stuff up 
Is it just avoiding the sin, uh, being as perfect as we can, being tunnel-focused, disciplined, practice makes perfect, we're going to run, we're going to be perfect, we're going to get there. Uh, And what's the goal? What is there? Is that salvation? Is that heaven? Is that so God will be pleased with us? That's great, and it's true. We are heading towards somewhere, but I feel like it has to be more than that. How do we actually do it well? How do we run well? Jesus showed us that life is a little more outward focused than, than just tunnel vision focused on the, on the goal, end goal. I think perseverance ain't always pretty. Dre, can you come back? Just over here. Just gonna, how are you going holding that? Good. Yeah. It's, uh, perseverance ain't always pretty. There's a bit of veins bulging, he's shaking, he's got sweat. It's no offense, but red face it's not it's not always pretty yeah thanks you can put it down now (laughs) awesome yeah 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 but perseverance is not always pretty it's imperfect yet it's beautiful you're beautiful hun (laughs) Um, I've been listening to a great sermon by Andy Stanley about perseverance and he teaches from James 1 verse 3 James 1 verse 3 says consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know the testing of your faith produces perseverance. It's pretty clear uh, that that's how we develop perseverance. So how do we do it? How does it? What does it look like? It's actually produced when our faith is tested. It's growing our faith muscles so that we can better run. We can persevere in the good and in the difficult. The testing of our faith talks more about how we respond in these times um, in these trials and these tough moments and who we turn to it's the difficult and ugly stuff that we go through that's what produces perseverance it's not about pushing um, ourselves to be perfect or to be like these champions of faith or to be like that person that's sitting next to me uh, but it's about being real and authentic and it has to be tested or we're not going to grow now, do note that when I say tested, I'm, I'm not talking about God trying to test us and trick us um, to see if we've got enough faith for something, uh, but it's that he walks through life, he walks through those testing times in our life um, in those circumstances that are so difficult, and he is with us in our response to those testing times. So personally, I've, I've had something um, recently and in my whole life as well that I've had to um, just really figure out how to persevere and, and how to kind of get through this testing of um, my faith. And, that's in the under, and that is in the area of understanding God as healer. Many different times in situations over the last 30 years, my faith has been tested in this area. And I think many of you will be able to relate. And there's times that we see that God's answer is yes to a healing or prayer for a miracle for somebody. And sometimes it appears that his answer is no uh, or not yet. Sometimes we don't feel like we hear anything at all. How do we deal with that? This is something that I've been working through over the years. Do we grit our teeth and ignore those questions and we just push on, push them aside, continue running, tunnel vision? I don't think we'll be able to end up running very long or very well if, we, if that's what, how we do it. And when healing is just um, a theory uh, or when it's someone you don't know very well, they might come up for prayer at an altar call or at a church meeting and you pray for them and you might not see the healing. It's not quite as difficult because you're not, you don't know that person that well and you're probably not going to see them again. 
Uh, but when it's someone close to you, when it's um, a family member that may have passed away, when it's a friend's loved one who hasn't seen the answer to healing and to, um, to the miracle that they've been asking for, how do we deal with that? How do we respond when our faith is being tested? So this is something that I've been working through. How do I respond when I don't see the healing that I've asked God for, for myself, for my loved ones, for a friend? Many of you will know uh, my husband Dre and I's story with his eye condition um, and problems over the years. Um, so it's been a long 15, 20 years or so journey. Um, lots of uh, surgeries and, and ups and downs and disappointments and things like that. Um, and you may have heard him say in the past that he, after a while, you go up for prayer you're asking for healing, you're believing for healing, and you're not seeing it, and you're not seeing it, and you're not seeing it. Um, and he has explained that you start to get a bit frustrated, a bit disappointed, a bit let down, and actually you'd want to just not ask anymore because you're a bit defeated. There's been other people in my life who have, who have at times I've felt a real urgency to pray for healing for them, to apply all the new things that I've learned, uh, and or to step out and try something new and just believe for that healing. And then it doesn't happen. And you feel defeated. You don't really want to persevere anymore. But do you know what I've learned? Is that it is in that exact moment that perseverance is being produced. It is in that exact moment that God is there. He is so close beside you. He's waiting for you to lean into him instead of leaning away from him. He's saying, let this testing of your faith right now produce perseverance in your life so that you're better able to run the race. He wants us to let our hurt and our disappointment, that moment of not understanding what God's doing or not, or not doing, to let that push us deeper into him, to seek wisdom from him, acknowledging the pain, seeking comfort in him, he says, you might not understand the reason for everything, but don't quit bringing your questions to me. You know, that Sunday that we heard about Pastor Lyndon's brother Greg, I was standing in worship, a bit mad at God on their family's behalf. And do you know what I felt God say to me? He said, right now you have a choice. You can stand with your arms folded or in your hands in your pockets, and you can start to go down that track of, deciding in your heart maybe God isn't a healer after all or you can lift your hands and you can worship me all the more you can believe that I'm a good father who loves you and knows all things and you can keep believing that I'm a healer despite what you don't understand right now so thankfully I chose the second one <laughs> um, and that was the testing of my faith oh it hurts like Dre holding up that dumbbell. It hurts. And that afternoon, I asked my parents for a recommendation on a book about healing. Um, and I've started reading one about uh, from Josh Klinkenberg. Really good book. More testing. It hurts. It's stretching the muscles. It's growing. And it's got some really tough questions in it. More testing. But I know that that is producing perseverance. As I'm real and authentic with God, leaning into him and not away from him. Isn't it great? that after Hebrews 12 verse 1, where it talks about running with perseverance, comes Hebrews 12 verse 2. Fix our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. 
He will always meet us there. So takeaways this morning. Uh, the first, first thought I had was that the need for perseverance is normal. All those champions of the faith and all those people that you sit next to in church that look like they have it all together, uh, actually, they don't. <laughs> and uh, we are going through similar things. Uh, maybe they're different things, but hey, we are all struggling. Uh, and perseverance and the need for um, the testing of our faith is normal. The second thing I uh, thought I had was perseverance ain't pretty. Uh, It's the testing of our faith. It hurts sometimes. It stretches. It grows us. Um, But but that will help us to run better and healthier and stronger. Not perfectly. Not tunnel focused. but, uh, But stronger. And the last thought was let the tough times and questions push you closer to God, not further away. Lean into him, not away from him. Thank you.